Hello there, I'm Minister Paula Cornett. Thank you for joining me on today's podcast, Revelations from the Heart. I'm so excited for what the Lord has in store for you today, and I hope that you will be encouraged by today's message. I'd love to stay connected with you online. You can visit my website at www.paulacornett.weebly.com. Also, visit me on Facebook, Instagram, and my YouTube channel. Well, grab your Bible. Let's get into today's episode. Well, hello there. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm so glad that you are listening with me today. Revelations from the Heart podcast. I'm Minister Paula Cornett, and this is episode number 30. Well, for the last um, few weeks, been doing a teaching discussing um, the last day's society. In fact, it did 15 episodes, 15 episodes. So just coming out of that, it was a very powerful and informational teaching. I've got a lot of um, good reviews from um, those that were listening. In fact, if you would do me a favor, that when you hear this podcast, be sure to share it with somebody in your life so that more people can be blessed uh, by this teaching and more people can hear. So if you just do me a favor and share just God will drop somebody into your heart and just share this podcast with them. I'd greatly appreciate it. Also, I'd also appreciate if you would leave me a review, leave me a good review, a five-star review, so that as those that are looking and trying to find a new podcast, as they read the review, they'll be encouraged to um, start to listen. So if you could do that for me, don't keep the information all to yourself but share it with somebody uh, in your life so that you can be blessed, so more people can be blessed uh, by the teaching. As I was just preparing, um, we're going into, of course, a new uh, season of teaching. I was just preparing and just seeking the Lord as to what he wanted me to say this month. And it's amazing to me because when I started the podcast, the Lord gave me the, the layout of how, you know, the things to teach and at the time, I was like, well, you know, a lot of what I'm teaching is not stuff that's really considered like popular or catchy, but it's definitely stuff that's informational and powerful. And so the Holy Spirit just said to me, you teach what I tell you to teach and don't worry about, you know, what other people are doing, but you teach what I tell you to teach. And so I felt in my heart that he wanted me to lay the foundation, the foundations. And if you go back in the archives, you can listen where there's six foundations of the Christian faith. And we need to know those. It's laid out in the book of Hebrews. In fact, the writer of Hebrews tells those that uh, that they're writing to, tells them that, you know, you guys don't even know these, these basic things. So we can't even build and go on to any more deeper subjects and topics because you guys don't even know the basics. You don't even know what uh, repentance is. You don't even know what faith towards God is. And the conclusion that we draw from reading that text and from studying that text and from bringing out all of those doctrines is that if you don't have those basics down first, if you don't have the solid foundation, you're going to crumble and you're going to make unwise spiritual calculations. And so a lot of times when people get saved, what they want to do is they want to be, you know, at this level first and you got to start small. You got to start small and build on so that you can be a good, strong, 
firm foundation. You can't get ahead of yourself. And he gave the example of how in school, it would be strange to look in a room full of kindergartners and see like a 70-year-old man sitting there in the chair. But sometimes in the spirit, that's the way people are. They're still at the basics. They're still at the basics. So God wants us to mature in the faith. He wants us to advance. He doesn't want us to stay in the same spot. But he wants us to grow and mature. And your growth and maturity is up to you. It's up to you. You know, and you have to stay in the word of God. You've got to continue to read the word every day. And in the days and times that we're living in, it's it's not enough two, three scriptures. It's not enough anymore. You have to read that word every single day. And so you can go back and listen to those in the archives, listen to those. In fact, I may go back and listen to them myself because I want to make sure that I keep that foundation set on the word of God and the things of God. And so then the Holy Spirit just revealed to me that um, to start to talk about the, the, the last days because we're definitely in the last of the last days. And so um did its teaching series on that about the last day society as it's laid out in Second Timothy, uh, starting in chapter chapter three, and talked about each of those characteristics. There's 25 characteristics of people in the last day society that we're not supposed to fit into those category of characteristics, but we are supposed to be different. We're supposed to be as children of God, you know, we're supposed to be different. So just like with every book, every book that you've ever read, it comes to an end. So usually when I read a story to my nieces and nephews, you know, after the end, I would say the end, close it up. That's the it. That's the end of the book. Time to go to bed, you know. But just like every story comes to an end, so does every society. And our society is coming to a close. But God gave his word which gives us signs and clues as to what to expect closer to the end. God doesn't want us to, 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 you know, anything to take us by surprise. He wants to prepare us so that we're ready. Okay, so in 2 Timothy chapter 3, the Apostle Paul lays out 25 characteristics that will be evident in people living in the last day society. So God wanted us to know these so that we can safeguard our families from becoming wrapped up and being like those living in the last days. So we see these characteristics. We see them all around us. We see it all around us. And we're not to be like that. What's going on in this world, we can't let that penetrate through our life. All right. Then I did a teaching on reset. That God was resetting things. And how the Holy Spirit gave that to me. And I, I just want to mention this today. Um, and I use this as a thought. The, the reset revisited. All right. And so God gave me some more stuff with that. And so you can go back and listen to the archive to, the, to, the, to that about the reset. Because it was, it was what I thought was a personal word. But it was really a prophetic word that um, was not just for me personally. And not just for the nation personally, not just for the, the this country, the United States, but it was a word for the nation. And um, at the onset of all this 
you know, COVID-19 shutdowns, all this stuff. It was so much going on at once. It's coming so quick and so fast. It's like every day things were changing day to day to day. I was bombarded with prayer requests from people that had loved ones that uh, were suffering with, you know, with the sickness. It was starting to uh, infiltrate, you know, people that you know were starting to um, get this horrible um, virus and some hospitalized. And so, of course, you know, family members concerned that I was bombarded with information, just information. People sending me this, people sending me that. Look at this, look at that, look at this, look at that. And so it's like my head was spinning and I was so overwhelmed. And I said, hold on, wait a minute. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Because there's a whole lot going on right now. So I had to come away from social media. I had to shut all that stuff down. And I had to get before the Lord and say, Father God, in all this that's going on, you see, you know. All this that's going on. God, what are you saying? What are you saying? And I heard the voice of the Lord. And he's, all I heard in my spirit was, reset. So, like I said, I thought it was, you know, personal. Like, praise God, yes, I need to be reset. Yes, Lord, I do. When I began to investigate and look in a little further, that the reset was not something that was just personal. But it was something that God was doing globally. And so the details of which, you know, that's still kind of, you know, and I've heard some teaching um, here and there about the reset and what God is doing. And the way I think about it is that if you have a cell phone and everybody in the world just about got a cell phone. If you have a cell phone, especially a smartphone, you use that phone and mostly they're on all the time. Well, I remember one particular time my phone was acting funny. And it just was, you know, acting crazy. So I, I called and this was at the beginning of like smartphones. And so when I called to troubleshoot, um, the representative told me, said, turn the phone off for a few seconds and let it reset. Sometimes they just get overloaded. Just turn it off and then turn it back on. And when I did that, it, it, it remedied the problem. And so for us, we've been going for so long. And some of us have been just going, 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 and doing, 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 doing. We've been so overloaded that God used this situation to reset. Many of us were off work. I know for myself personally, have a business and have worked the business for 20 years. And in that 20 years times, have never had a real vacation. Never had, a, have not had a vacation in, in 20 years. And for me, at the onset of all this, we were off for six weeks. For six weeks. And it was a time that we needed. We needed, I was able to slow down, slow my mind down. I was able to rest and not have to worry about, you know, getting up, but just to rest and to rest in God. And so, you know, for some of us, that was the reset. You know, you, you, it was a blessing that you were able to, to um, work from home. I know for my brother, he's been wanting to work from home and didn't understand why they couldn't work from home. And with that, he's been able to work from home and been able to focus more on things, kind of clear the clutter from your, from your mind and um, from your brain. And so sometimes we're just overloaded. I know I was talking to... Um, my bishop the other day, and he said something that was really, really good. And he said that this has slowed us down 
And God has done it. He slowed us down so that we're prepared for the next phase. And there is a next phase that's coming. And we have to get in position for the next phase. This situation has done away with church as usual. This situation, God has shaken the church. Churches all over the world, not able to meet. And some have even stopped and some have even closed down that they won't be opening back up at all. Jesus is coming soon. He's coming soon. He's coming soon. He's coming soon for the rapture. The rapture of the church, which I believe that, according to 1 Thessalonians, I believe that, that the rapture of the church is soon to take place. And we have to get in position for this end time harvest. Now, the elections, and I never discuss politics. I'm aware and have been aware for the for several, you know, the last few elections loosely. I don't even get involved in that stuff. All right, I don't usually get involved in that stuff. But it's like with this election, even with the last one, my ear was slightly attentive to certain things that were taking place and that were going on. Certain things I couldn't understand, you know, why. And I know with politics, they go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. But I would give you this word of wisdom that with the Internet, with social media, everybody has a voice. <laughs> everybody has an opinion and everybody voices and says their opinion. And a lot of times people's opinions are not based in fact, but they're based in what they hear on the news media. And a lot of what the news media portrays is not accurate or truth. They twist things. Okay. And so you have to research for yourself. This election is not about Biden. It's not about Trump. This is a spiritual battle. And for those of you that are intercessors are aware of this because of the intense warfare that is taking place. I have never had warfare to this degree in my life, in my life. And I've been saved for a long time since I was seven years old and I'm 41 years old. So you do the math. And I've been an intercessor from a child. I've never had warfare like this, never been this intense. And what we are seeing right before our very eyes is there have been principalities set aside for this time that have been unleashed. And you remember that the Bible says that we wrestle not against flesh and blood. So these principalities, these demonic spirits are working through people. They're working through people. And so people are getting so, I mean, just like the ugliness that is coming from even Christians. And I'm thinking to myself, like, y'all, wake up. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up and see what is really taking place. There is evil that is taking place on a level that is far above our head. And the extent and the knowledge of it all, we don't even know. We don't, nobody really knows. Not even the greatest 
person that could prophesy. They don't even know. Only God knows. Only God knows. And God will deal with that and is dealing with that accordingly. Now, here in the United States, and for those of you that are listening in other nations, please pray for the United States. Please pray. Pray that there will be a spirit of repentance because America needs to repent. America needs to repent. And this is the part two of what the Lord gave me, that yes, there is a reset. So many people have told me that they slowed down, that they realized that they were doing things that were just not profitable. They were doing just going, going, and not giving God that time. They're putting everything else above God, putting vacationing above God, putting their children above God, putting entertainment before the Lord. And with this, with this pause, with this reset, with this stop, they've been able to gather their, you know, get their brain together. And God has pointed the things out and showed them. And I believe that God has pointed these things out because, you know, God knows that the end is near. And God is so loving and so merciful that he doesn't just say, I'm just going to wipe them out. I'm going to give them a chance. I'm going to give them a chance to turn around. Now, if you're one of those people that are just spewing out things about hate, about our president, about, you know, our leader, you need to repent. Because nowhere in the Bible does it say to do that. While you may not agree with his policies, you may not agree with, with, with everything that's going on, your job is to pray for him. Because the Bible says in 1 Timothy that we are to pray for those that are in rule over us. Why? So that we may live in peace. And having hate in your heart for anybody is definitely not of God and not right. Now, you can disagree. You can disagree. But having hate in your heart for someone, it's not right. And that's what the enemy wants. He wants just to, to fill the atmosphere with hate and, 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 and rage and just, just envy that people are just acting ugly. Just acting really ugly. Well, if you refuse to be a part of that, I'm going to continue to do what the word of God says. And in making your decision, because you're free to vote for whoever you want to vote for, you need to do so prayerfully. You need to do so realizing what's at stake here. And, you know, you got to vote. You got to line it up according to the, to the word of God and not be swayed by a personality. But you got to look at the policy. Because whichever wins, whether Biden or Trump, will determine the future of our country. And some people think they know what's going on and they this and they. And I'll be thinking to myself, Lord have mercy, this, you can tell this person ain't researched. People send pictures of stuff that has been obviously photoshopped. I mean, badly photoshopped. My 10-year-old niece could tell this is a photoshopped picture because it's been just bad. But when you have such hate in your heart and when your mind is already geared towards a certain way. Don't let the media manipulate your mind. Use your brain. Use your brain. And what bothers me the most is where is the discernment in the body of Christ? I'm not even following this stuff to that degree, but I can discern in my spirit. I can discern that some people that, that they come on television, the Holy Spirit said, that's a rat. I can, I can see it. Oh, that's a lie. I can hear the Holy Spirit telling me that's a lie. Where's your discernment? Where is your discernment? 
And so revival is coming. Revival is coming, but it's dependent upon repentance. A lot of times when people hear the word repentance, it's like a like a cuss word almost, or like just like a bad word. Or but repentance, God put repentance there because He loves us so much that when we do mess up, when we do miss it, that we have a way to come and say, Father God, forgive me. And repentance is not about crying. Sometimes crying is accompanied with that. Now, one of the foundations that I talked about is repentance. You need to go back and listen to that because it's a very powerful message about what repentance is and what it's not. A lot of times when people cry, you know, think they've repented. No, all crying means is that I'm just sorrowful or I have remorse. And sometimes remorse that I've been caught. Now, sometimes when you do repent, tears are accompanied with it. Yes, but tears don't predicate or don't mean that you've repented. What shows that you repented is there's going to be a change in your behavior. You're going to, your mind is going to change. So you just make a decision that I've been going the wrong way. I got to go the right way. All right. There's decisions. I, I that, that, that There's things that people are in that, you know, it's been brought to their attention. They know they're aware, but they're not willing to make the changes to get out of a situation. And they continue to stay in a situation. And, you know, I'd say you got to repent. You got to repent. You have to repent. The Bible says that. God would have it that all men everywhere got to repent. It doesn't matter who you are. We all have to come through this way. We all have to pass through this way if we want to enter to heaven. So revival is coming. But it's dependent upon repentance. The Bible says in 2 Chronicles seven fourteen that if my people who are called by my name would humble themselves and pray, Seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. All that you got to do before this, this next part will happen. Once God sees that that's lined up, then he said, I will hear from heaven. I will forgive their sins and I will heal their land. I will heal their land. You may say, well, I ain't done that. I haven't done anything wrong. I'm just, you, you just, I would just give before God. I've gotten before God and repented for just unbelief or repenting for maybe slacking off and reading my word or repenting for not seeing the situation for, for what it truly is. Just repenting, make sure that my heart is clean. Repenting for, you know, just just getting maybe into relationships that were not ordained by God and just you need to repent. We need to repent. Why? Why? So that the times of refreshing may come. God cannot bring the refreshing until the repentance takes place. You just think about the times that in your life where, you know, you may have messed up and you've repented. Now, God didn't beat you up and just keep beating you up and beating you up. What? No. He brought the healing. He brought the refreshing. So he says, you know, I know you messed up. I knew you was going to mess up, but I love you so much and I forgive you and I forgive you. The Bible says in Acts 3 and 19, it says, repent, therefore, and be converted that your sins may be blotted out so that the times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord. God wants to bring a revival to the land. God wants to bring a global revival to the land. But that can't happen until we repent. 
until we repent. God wants to reset. He's resetting. Then repentance needs to come. And then once that repentance comes, the refreshing is going to come. The revival is going to come. So well, what is it going to look like? I, I don't know the, you know the ins and outs of it, but all I know is I'm going to be a part of that. I'm going to be a part of that. I'm telling you, the remnant that's coming forth, there is a remnant of people. God's always got a remnant. Was it was a remnant. Some that's been cut off from the clock, just like with Daniel and his friends, Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego. They were not the only children that were brought into captivity into Babylon. He had other people, other kids that was brought in there too. But of those other children that were brought, Daniel and his three little friends were the only ones that decided to stay true to God. Those other kids were bowing. Those other kids were eating eating the, 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 the food that was given to them. But Daniel and his friends didn't do that. And so when the test came, the big test was about the, uh, the, the fiery furnace. Excuse me, my throat is itching. When the test came, they were able to stand. And a mighty miracle took place. Daniel was able to stand into the lions. Trust me, he wasn't somebody that was just, you know, casually serving God. No, he had a relationship with God. He served God. And he did what was right before the Lord. And God shut those lions' mouths up. Powerful, powerful story. So, so what, 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 do I, what do I need to do? What do I need to do? You got to check your own heart. And you know if I'm talking to you because you're probably sitting there, you know, looking, listening real intently because you're not hearing Paula Cornette speaking, but you're hearing God through my voice. That God is speaking. That you got to get in position because there's a phase two that's coming. There's a phase two that coming, that's coming either way it goes in this election. Either way it goes. There's going to be some trouble. There's going to be some, some things um, that, that are going to take place. And here in the next few months, we just have to stay prayerful. Stay prayerful. Um, because in the next few months, I mean, there's, there's rioting going on. And um, there's a whole lot going on with that. All of that is being funded. All of that's taking place. And you have to ask yourself, why is it that they hate the current president so much? Why? 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 Research. Find out for yourself. Find out for yourself what's really happening, what's really going on. Something that I also want to note that they are right now, these pedophile, there's pedophile rings. And many, some of y'all don't even know like, what, what, what? Because you're so just locked into your own little worlds. That there are these pedophile rings that they're busting up. Mainstream news is not, 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 um, not mentioning it. Not saying anything about it. Um, they're being busted up at this hour. Children are being rescued um, here in the U.S. And this pedophile ring, it's, it's, it's lower level, but it's also in the higher levels too higher levels too. And so, um, you know, God is dealing with some things and when he returns, he's going to set all things in order. He's going to set all things in order, but before it gets too bad, he's coming back to get us. And I'm going to be in that number. He's coming back to get us 
And when he returns, I want to be with him. So we need revival. Pray for revival. Stay steadfast in prayer. If God wakes you up in the middle of the night, you get up and you pray. Pray in the Holy Ghost. You don't know what to say. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Because our nation is in the balance. Our nation is in the balance. You know, there's things that are going on prophetically, just like with Trump. He signed this um, peace treaty. It's talked about in Scripture. Talked about in Scripture. We have to keep our eyes on Israel, what's going on there in, in that nation. And say, you know, Things that are happening and transpiring, it is no shock or surprise to me. I'm not like, oh, my goodness. I'm just like, I, I, it's a matter of time. It was a matter of time. You can see just slowly how time, doing a study right now on the Antichrist um, with Pastor Rick Renner. He's doing a teaching about the Antichrist. And it's so powerful, so good. One of the things that he talks about is that how that, you know, the Antichrist couldn't have come years ago because... You know, this nation was, you know, had morals. But slowly over time, there's been a plan and an agenda really to set it up for the Antichrist, which he will be a man of perdition, the Bible says. He's a man of lawlessness. He loves lawlessness. And so, you know, we see that this lawlessness, it's it's trying to push its way through, I believe, before the time. Because it, it is going to come, but it'll be in God's time. And so, uh, you know... There's folks that are trying to push it through before, trying to force it before. And, you know, if if it comes through, then we'll know that, you know, I, I, we already know that the church's days are numbered, you know, where our days are numbered here on this earth. And, you know, it's getting ready to be a wrap. It's getting ready to be a wrap. But before it does, you know, God's got to do some things. And I definitely want to be a part of what God is doing. Amen. So, just let me pray for you, and then I want to leave you with a little bit of information about some things that are taking place with this ministry. Praise God. Lord, we just thank you. We thank you for your word, Father. We thank you that your word is truth. We thank you that you've given us your word, Father God, that you are so faithful. You're so faithful, God, and you're so loving. And we just ask, Lord, that you continue to, I ask that you continue to touch the hearts of the listeners, those that you have listening and hearing this message, Father, that we will Get into position. Get into position for your return. Get into position for what it is that you want to do on this earth. Help us to be bold. Help us to be courageous. Help us to stand for truth and righteousness no matter what. And I just thank you for giving us strength. I thank you, Lord, that you've not given us fear, but that you've given us a mighty, mighty, mighty power. You've given us love, and you've given us a sound mind. I pray for those, Lord God, as they take heed to the words and they research and look out, look up things for themselves father god help them to discern to discern what's going on in this hour and lord we thank you we praise you for your protection over this nation over the united states of america your will be done in this earth we give you glory and honor and praise in the mighty name of jesus i pray amen well if you're following me on um social media paula cornett or paula cornett ministries uh Coming in October, we'll be doing a weekly uh, post, video post of encouragement for you is what it's going to be called. And so I'm excited about that. It'll be every Thursday. I'll upload those posts every Thursday at 7 a.m. You can grab your coffee and watch the post and just be encouraged. Go start your weekend with some encouragement. With all this going on, we definitely need to stay encouraged 
in the Lord and to know and understand that, hey, God's going to take care of us. And we don't want to be so wrapped up in all that's going on because you can just watch that stuff and it just, Lord, wear you down. Get out and do something fun. Take a walk. Spend some time with your kids. Call somebody. Send somebody a card. You know, just just take time to 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 enjoy, enjoy where we are. Stay prayerful. Stay prayerful. Also, be sure to check out um, YouTube channel. And as you see videos there, be sure to share the videos. Be sure to share the videos. Be sure to share. And um, I just recently posted a warfare prayer on YouTube for the month of September. And so definitely want to continue to stay steadfast in prayer. Stay encouraged. Know that I love you. God loves you. You can check out my website. Be sure to go visit me on my website, www.paulacornette.weebly.com. I'll mention that again at the end, but I just want to make sure that you are aware of that. So thank God for you. Be sure to keep me in prayer as I continue to um, go forth. Also, if you want to... Um, just continue to uh, support social media, uh, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. So you'll be blessed. And remember, the Bible says that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Be sure to share this episode with someone in your life. Also, share on your social media outlets. And I would love for you to connect with me on Facebook, Instagram, and be sure to subscribe to my new YouTube channel. You can find the links to all my pages by visiting my website at www.paulacornette.weebly.com. God bless you and hope that you will take time to listen again soon.